Ten minute talk. Ten minute talk. Ten minute talk. Ten minute talks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Phantom Zone, your one-stop shop for all things nerdy. If you like what you hear today, you can listen to our other episodes on a whole range of nerdy topics now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now on SoundCloud. My name is Chris Buick, and I'm joined once again by my fellow nerds, Simone and Ian. How are you both? Hi. Hello. How you doing? Yeah, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. Like, we haven't already been talking for 40 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Again, we just log on and start talking. It's just seamless. We just get into it, right? You know, know, we haven't been watching films in the background or anything, have we? (laughs) Um, We are here today um, for another of our 10-minute ish talks episode where we will be discussing the last two episodes of the last of us episode six titled kin and episode seven titled left behind um episode six picks up three months after the meeting with henry and sam if you hadn't uh, if you hadn't if you weren't over that horrific moment yet i'll just bring that back up to you for now ellie and joe are now making their way west towards uh where they hope to find help for their plight and getting um, Ellie to the Fireflies and ideally towards some kind of help from Joe's brother as well on the way, uh, Tommy. Eventually, after a while, they do get to a settlement called Jackson where after initially being threatened and questioned, they find and reunite with Tommy and then make plans to make their way further on to where they hope will be their end destination so guys episode six what did we think we enjoy this one yeah i think i think after the just pure like bleak depressing awfulness that was the last episode yeah like when when i tell people about that episode i always say like it's very comparable to the road you Mm. just feel like totally empty inside Mm. after like henry it's just so sad. Yeah, it is. This one had a bit more of a, like... Because even though we are still in, like, the most depressing times, there's an element of, like, humour in this one, like, with the, the couple that they meet early on uh, when we first are back in the world. We have a, a, a couple who've been living out in the apocalypse by themselves. That was quite a funny scene. Then there's hope because the civilization has actually, like, continued, like... People have got together, made mm-hmm. a society, and there's an element of hope after the bleakness that we just had, and also obviously the reunion between Tommy and and Joel is like quite a, emotional and positive, even though it's rocky, but it ends in a positive way. Um, so yeah, I think this is a good episode, and it is what we needed after just just so depressing the last episode. Yeah, I know. I really like how it started with just the end of the episode five as well, just to yes. just to confirm <laughs> that's what happened. You're yeah. like, oh great, I forgot about this. I thought yeah. we moved on, but no, so don't, forget. no don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. It was tragic as hell. Um, yeah. but- you happy? No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Remember what you're watching, uh, Simone. But did we generally did we find this a, a, a I guess a more uplifting episode, or I guess a less despairing episode, if we put it that way? Yeah, I mean there are um, there are elements of 
uh am i right in thinking this is in within this episode joel has sort of like wobbly moments yeah yes yeah. So, <laughs> that's one way to describe <laughs> his, pa- his panic attacks yes he has a bit of a wobbly so he's, yeah. he's he's struggling with his uh panic attacks ptsd and he's just having a so wobbly. The, he's having a bit of a wobble you know wobble. i think that that's the that's wobbly the, Joe. <laughs> you know, that's that's the reality of wobbly Joe. Old wobbly Joe. Um, that's I think that's that's the reality of everything that he has been through. You know, mm. I think in a way we look at Joel probably in the same way that Ellie, in sort of this sort of like youthful view, sees mm. Joel as this guy that can kind of like do everything and do anything in that sort of like when we first meet him he's this like big figure of like i can do anything and you know i've survived this for so long and now Mm. that's starting to sort of crumble a little bit as Mm. a reality of like well you can't just keep on keeping on indefinitely in situations like this Mm -hmm. you know the the mind the body can only take so much and he is getting older and he has been through a lot and that is starting to affect his mental state and it's I like that they're slowly introducing that more and more. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was, there are elements of, of hope again in, as Ian was saying in this, in this episode. And it was nice to see that, you know, Tommy isn't, he isn't just like lying dead somewhere. He's, he's found a little piece of normality, mm. um, which, which again shows that it is possible even in the most bleak of circumstances that you can, you can build community, you can trust people, um, but you can't trust everyone, you know, as, uh, as, as, as they, the the community themselves have to, they have to kill a lot of people. Um, Mm. And it's, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a, it was a pretty solid episode. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a good, it was a good character building, character piece episode. I think in, interesting what you say about obviously Joel's, um, I guess, humanizing Joel to a degree because obviously, and that's something the game did a lot as well. Was obviously video games, you your protagonist, your main character that you play as is generally someone you see as in, as invincible, and obviously you can just go through, and you know, but there is the game does get across the fact that Joel is human and is a man getting on in his years. And I think the show does that as well. And obviously the way Ellie perceives Joel is very much how, I guess, a lot of children perceive parent, father figures is, you know, Superman, invincible, able to do anything they need to. But the reality is that Joel, and he feels it in himself that he's not equipped to help Ellie anymore. And he feels... he's not her best chance and that's something that <clears throat> you know really hits home when you think about it when you um joe's been for a lot and you forget he's 20 years i mean don't get me wrong pedro pascal looks would look good when he's you know in the, at that age he's a good looking guy but you know it can only go so far for so long and mm-hmm. they've already been so far so it is interesting um I feel, yeah, no, I, I just to add on that, I feel like that conversation between him and Tommy, where he's essentially having a breakdown with him about he's just not capable anymore. He just mm-hmm. can't do it. Is it, it just, it, it really epitomizes everything you've just both said about what he's going through in that PTSD. Um, and I, I really feel 
they do a, a really great job with the acting and the dialogue between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's it, it's a great scene, and Pedro Pascal's amazing acting in that scene where he's just like going through. I couldn't survive, and if he if she hadn't shot him in in the uh, previous ep- previous episode or the one before, I think when they first arrive to the former safe zone. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm just not as quick as I used to be. I'm not as good as I used to be. Yeah. It's like a really emotional scene and just summarizes everything you guys have like said about this episode. Yeah. Yeah. And it all, it all goes back to that point. And I think as well, it's nice to see uh, back to someone's other point, obviously this idea of community and the, I guess, endurance of human nature and spirit where they've managed to carve out a life for themselves. And it does show that, in a show like this or a game like this, that while it might be a lot of despair all the time, there is a reason to keep going on because you might question like why do they keep going on when clearly it's they're just delaying the inevitable, but there is something to live for and something to hope for. Um, interestingly, Jackson isn't in the first game. You never see Jackson. You get to meet, obviously you do reunite with Tommy, but it's more outside the outskirts of that. But it was interesting to see that kind of way they've managed to keep going um mm. which which did give it a different tone to the episode and kind of help so yeah there's a reason to keep going i guess mm. Mm. no it's it's a, it's a good episode like it is good it's obviously in comparison to what we just had a little bit slower and a little bit more dry in terms of like palatable action like for like we just had like a huge um attack by the 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 infected as well so obviously this is a bit more of a uh after the racing pulsing like action scene we had it is a bit more slow and a bit more character focus uh but that doesn't detract from like its quality it is a very good episode um and we do get a bit of action near the end where we see you know joel and ellie get to where the fireflies were meant to be and they've buggered off again um they're not very good fireflies i'm not gonna lie like uh, for for people who are meant to be like we're the resistance they seem to just keep getting fucked up like wherever they go they got uh, where where they were in that big museum they got fucked up there and then here it looked like they got I mean, it didn't. It didn't off. look like they got fucked up. It looked like they had to. It leave. didn't look good, though. No, it didn't. But I mean, like, if, you are the, <laughs> if, you're, if you're the resistance, you're not able to stay in places for a, a long period of time, no. Yeah, maybe. You I mean, to, I just have to keep moving. If I if I was in this you. universe, which God, I hope I would never be in this universe, they don't seem the most reliable. That's all I'd say. Like, if I was to think about, I would be trying to get to that Jackson. Is it Jackson? Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, Jackson. I'd be trying to go there. That's where I'd go. Or with the little old couple. Would they let you in, though? Probably not. (laughs) They're going to be like, on your way, mate. On your way. Yeah. But no, Fireflies just seemed a bit useless. Like, I mean, maybe it's, I mean, that's maybe something you can tell us from the game, Chris. But like, the only thing we've really seen from the Fireflies is blowing up people because they're like resistance fighters, I guess. So they blow up buildings and stuff. Hmm. There in that first episode, I recall the dialogue was something I didn't really enjoy in that first episode. They didn't seem like the smartest people, barring Marlene. Marlene. Um, <laughs> um and then like we haven't seen them since, and they just seem to be constantly like, Oh, they got killed here. Oh, they got ran away, they ran away here. Like 
They just don't seem very organized. See, I look I look at it in a different perspective. I look at it as more as like they're fighting kind of like a losing battle. Like they're not they're not like they're they're on they have no budget, you know, they're just it's just from people doing it out of the goodness of their hearts. They're trying to <laughs> They got no budget, they're just heartwarming people. Yeah, like they're it? they're they're basically Who like blowing buildings up. They're trying to bring down I'm guessing like all the QZs across America mm. with little to no resources trying to do it on the sly. You know, they're doing the best that they can and obviously it's not gonna be the most seamless seamless operation. They're not like us. They're no. not like us. They're not they're, they're nothing like we are prepared. Yeah, they um, should take inspiration from us. You know, so I, I have sympathy for their cause and like that it's not the easiest thing that they're doing. No, no, um, I'm just saying we haven't. You're, you're being them very much. harsh. Ian. No, I'm just saying we haven't. Very seen harsh. Them. You're like they keep getting fucked up. You know, <laughs> yeah, they, do. they, they do can't. They can't hold down a location. They can't. Like, they're terrible. They're none just, of these things. None of these things up. I've said are incorrect. <laughs> like, are they incorrect? Like in the game, are they any better than this? I think so. I think they're kind of similar in the game. They're the okay, Firefly right. group, I guess, are just I guess the MacGuffin to get. Why is why are we getting Ellie to you know? why are we taking them to all these people? Because they're the people who know how to fix it, right? And then... I also don't trust that, though, as well. Well, like, what I mean, all I can say... They seem all, all, I, all I can say at the minute is, well, it's not necessarily the organisation, it's certain people within the organisation that are important. Okay. Um, right. So I think, obviously, what happens in Episode 7 doesn't really carry on the narrative from six per se mm-hmm. um but what okay. will happen in eight and nine will and i okay. think that kind of i guess the what I'm getting at is the, the idea of them getting to this place and not have and there not being anything there etc when you think okay what where are they then are they even real kind of drives the whole next part of the show mm. um, well, i wonder if they're even going anymore that would be interesting well like, you know, they get there and it's like, yeah, no, we all just retired. Like, it just, just we gave up on this shit. Like, yeah. Maybe. I, well, I guess what I would say is that it's not necessarily, like I said, the organization, it's certain people within it, which will then, which then ties into the second game in ways, mm-hmm. again, I can't say. But, um, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's interesting just to, Obviously, having seen it from a different perspective, to hear that kind of opinion because it is a valid opinion. You think, well, they're clearly not very good. What are they doing? You know, they're not. There's no establishment. Are they even real? Do mm. we trust them? You know, it, these are valid questions that I remember playing through the first time. Going, what? Are, where, where am I even going? Because mm. there doesn't seem to be anyone. No. Nope. So, nope. Um, all but, it says, watch this space. Yeah, this is what I'd say. Um, uh, where they left, Joel got stabbed. That's that's well, <laughs> like it, they left and Joel got stabbed. Is the... Well, interestingly, so that so this is where I was going to get on to. I guess the last bit of that episode was yeah. obviously they they enter the lab. They look around. Obviously, the monkeys are there, which is part of the game. We see the they're monkeys. having a good time. You know, they're having a good time. Does Joel still get stabbed though? So Joel, obviously the 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 group attack them um but joel doesn't get stabbed he, he basically he falls on a like a bit of rebar oh okay. and uh punctures his punctures himself that way so he doesn't get stabbed um basically as you're running away you fall and he lands on a big metal 
um do you Paul, and it's pretty grim um and i have a lot of questions i'm sorry to does do, do you have any of the dialogue in the game where he's feeling old at all um not to my knowledge that okay. i can remember yeah, i don't no. think they don't they don't make as big as deal out of joel's condition right. or okay. age in this game okay as so it makes it. sense thematically to change it that he gets stabbed then because that yeah. is a big focus for this episode yeah so he's obviously he's, he gets stabbed because he's slower and he's maybe yeah. not good but no he did he obviously still gets injured and then obviously we have to ellie has to drag him to safety which i guess brings us into episode seven Mm. which is um, Left Behind. Mm. So Left Behind, the story, the main story of this is not actually in the main game. It is part of the DLC content for the main game, which is called Last of Us Left Behind as a standalone thing you can play. Um, so the whole basis of Riley and Ellie's relationship is based in that game, not in the, um, not in the first game. But mm-hmm. this is obviously a bridge between when Joe gets stabbed and later on. So um, how did we feel about this episode? Obviously we flashed back before, but this is obviously a, a pretty much a 99% flashback episode. Did we enjoy this one? I did. I think I, I probably enjoyed it a lot more than Ian did. Um, I thought it was a very sweet episode and it was nice to see, because we've seen a fair amount of Joel's backstory. Um, and it was nice to see a bit more of Ellie's time before she leaves the QZ. Hmm. Ian, I'm assuming you weren't as keen. Well, no, Simone's made it sound like I hated it, which is not true. He did. Like, he did. No, I didn't. That's such. That's so untrue. I'm not a bigot. I enjoyed this episode because <laughs> um, I feel like I feel like again, this episode's going to get down voted. Again. Oh, I've already seen it. And to anyone who's down voting it because fuck of that, go man. fuck yourself. Yeah, fucking just fuck off. Like, what a sad... Get it, Greg. It's 2023. Jesus yeah, Christ. Fuck off. Like, so, no, I don't... I think this is a good episode. Um, But it's probably... I wouldn't say weak as in, like, this is a bad episode, it's weak, but it's probably the weakest of the series so far, just because I think the runtime of the episodes can be between an hour and a half, which is the first one, which they haven't done since. Uh, 45 minutes is like the shortest, I think, or 43, 45. This didn't need to be an hour. This episode's an hour long. And I think like when Ellie and Riley are together in the mall, we have a lot of repetition of moments of them like being drawn together. We And I felt like they kind of laboured the point. I think the crescendo of that like emotional development is when we have them on the... Um, what the hell is that fucking thing called? The counter? No, no, no. That, I felt like that was too far. I felt that bit. I was like, I get it. I get it. Like the bit where they're on the... What, the merry-go-round. There we go. When they're on the merry-go-round... And we've got just like heaven playing in a nice like melodic form of it and slow uh, by the cure. Great piece of music. Mm-hmm. Um, and that song really does like in a weird way, the lyrics of that song kind of play into what we have like in the episode. I think it's a really good choice of music. I felt like that moment was quite like the emotional payoff. They're together. They could have like done what they did on the counter there, but then we keep going. And we keep going, and then they have their fallout, which kind of makes sense. But then we keep going, 
And I just felt like the episode could have been shorter. I felt like it was a bit too long. That's all I'd say. It wasn't a bad episode. Performances were good, especially from the actress who played Riley, because the only other thing I've seen her in is A Wrinkle in Time, which was shit. And she was way better in this. She's actually like quite good in this, whereas in Wrinkle in Time, it was bad. Don't don't watch that. Um, so like everything else I enjoyed, but I just felt like it was too long. Simone, would you say it was too long, or were you more of the case? The, that... the silence of like nobody going, yeah, I agree with kind of tells you. I, what... I, 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 I am inclined to agree with you. I do think that there they could have been trimming of certain bits there. Um, but I think what they're trying to do is because the DLC game for this bit is it has a lot of those kind of moments in it and it does puncture a lot of those moments from the game i think they were just trying to get as much as they could in and they do um but i do i, I could it have been maybe 10 minutes shorter probably yeah i probably would have still got across everything he did um but obviously someone you really enjoyed episode i really enjoyed episode as well do you think it could have been shorter or were you happy with how long it was i mean i'm i'm happy with the the length of the episode i mean yeah i do you you, you could you know um trim some parts of the episode down but i think it, it, all it does is just sort of add to the um you know it's it's building their relationship isn't it it's 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 if you're trimming it down it's less time for them to be seen together and and show their bond and show their closeness and emphasize um how much they mean to each other and but also for them to have these fleeting moments of like actually being able to do something is what would be for us quite trivial, just going to a a, a, sh- a shopping mall, as they call it, um, and just, you know, going to an arcade and and riding on an escalator and, and those moments of childhood bewond- bewonderment? Bewilderment? No, what's the word I'm looking for? Wonderment. Wonderment. You can combine two words. <laughs> this, is, this is almost as bad and as me. To be fair, we've done that many times in this podcast. So yeah. <laughs> Bewonderment. Yeah. Go for it. Um, love Wonderment. It. I love it. Seamless. That's a new one. Um, yeah, Seamless. Just, you know, those, those, those sort of awe moments of, of being a child. And, because it's so, it's so fleeting, even in their childhood in the QZ. Mm. You know, when she has that talk with her, um, the, the, the captain of the school you know, the fact that they don't have a head teacher, that there's a captain and he's talking about her, her career options. And it's like, well, either you're going to be doing a shit job or you could be a guard and mm. you wouldn't, you know, you're not going to have to get shit on by people like whatever that woman's name was. Was it Bethany? Bethany, Bethany. Such a bitch name. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to any Bethany's listening. I was about to say, such a bitch if we name. do have any, we, we even have a friend called <laughs> Like, we, we, like, what are you talking? <laughs> Bethany's are not sh- shit person names. I'm just going to put that out there. No, Although, this, this Bethany was a bitch. Like, yeah, specifically you know, this Bethany was a bitch. This, this I th- okay, actually, I think the rule is if you insist on being called Bethany, that's what makes you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Beths are fine. Beths if are you're fine. cool with being abbreviated to Beth, that's fine. But if you insist on being called, I just your feel full like name, it's just such a like you know, like in an American show, you've got like your Bethany's, you've got your Tiffany's, Tiffany's. You know, yeah. you, you, they're always yeah. like they're always yeah, a bitch, and it's just yeah. Um, anyway, but I yeah, think so... anybody who doesn't shorten their names a bit, a bit shit. Like if you insist on somebody calling you, I don't know, 
what's a what's a short name you can go like Izzy. Izzy's fine, but if you go call me Isabel, I'd be like, oh fuck off. Like just I don't want to talk to you. But yeah, so like I think <laughs> anyway, that um we kinda got we we kinda took a massive tangent there, but um All legit though. All legit though. Anyway, um but going back to what I was saying of that's 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 the choices for her life there's not like she's got this this great prospect of of something great before um in front of her once she finishes getting through this terrible rigmarole of being in the qz school there's not actually that much prospect it's like oh you'll get your own room and you'll get better food and it's 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 basics really isn't it and it's not a life it's just it's just more survival and so for her to have this you know these these little glimpses of life before. Yeah, I I thought it was really sweet. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I really I did really enjoy the episode. I'd seen some early reviews of this episode that have stated this is probably the weakest of the series, and I don't necessarily disagree with them. I just think it takes, but I do think it just takes a different kind of tone mm. shift mm. in the narrative, which you know a series needs to you know. It needs to ebb and flow, otherwise it's just constant, and then eventually it becomes boring. But I, I, I thought it was sweet. I thought the two actresses were great. Obviously, Bella Ramsey is fantastic. Storm Reid is the name of the other actress. She's she's really good. Um, yeah. I think the two of them really sell the the concept from the Left Behind game, which the whole idea of that is. It's just them two in the mall. Interestingly, the mall doesn't get lit up in the game. They don't power it on. It's not one of those things. They don't actually play the games. They mm. just visualize it. Um, but it still manages to... Obviously, that'd be, I think, less entertaining on a TV show. So I, <laughs> I, I, I get why they do it. Otherwise, it'd just be very dark. And But I, I really like it. I agree. The choice of music, I think generally throughout this series has been really good. Obviously, mm. there's been standouts. And then anyone who has played the games knows the significance of AHA's Take On Me, which is referenced a couple of times throughout the um, series, but um, for other people to figure out what as and when that comes up, um, mm. hopefully. But yeah, obviously, they've got, um, yeah, like you said, The Cure. They, got, they had some Pearl Jam in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was great. And I think it really comes together as an episode until, obviously, the end. The tragic end, as we've come to learn from the show. Everything that everything that's nice doesn't last. Um, how did we feel after this? Well, obviously, we don't see what happens to Riley once after they're both scratched. We know what happens to Ellie. Um how do we, obviously we and like I said we know the outcome, but how do we feel that was played out? They didn't need to. I don't. I feel like they didn't need to put to find a point a point on it that Riley was going to die and Ellie wasn't. But mm. you know, how did we feel about the ending? Well, yeah, I think you know. I think it, to link back to what Simone initially said about why she enjoyed this episode and why I do enjoy this episode, even though I I stand by, I think it's the weakest of the series. But in saying that, it's like, it's still good. Like if I compared this to say, you know, some of the shit episodes in the last few seasons of Game of Thrones, this is miles better than that. It's just, it's weaker in comparison to the other stuff. But the reason why it is really good and really important for the series as a totality is that, you know, we, in the previous episode that we just talked about, Ellie and Joel have a very like intense moment where 
Ellie saying, I'm not your daughter. I'm not her, even though like she obviously sees him as a father figure and he gets very upset by that, very angry. And she's like, you're not the only person who's lost something. You're not the only person who has that. And this gives us an insight to that loss. And we don't need to see Riley become, you know, an infected and die. We know that's what's going to happen. And I actually think their moment together where they both kind of accept it, Ellie smashing everything up, is a very like tender moment and very tragic and sad. And they do that very well. I just wish that had come a bit sooner. That's all. Like, I just wish they had like gone let's cut out like a scene and just move this closer because a question i have i guess with the dlc would be like i and maybe it's an aspect of like this being based on a video game the elements that you get in the dlc you're playing through so there's an interactive like connection that you are going to stay more invested in the story and having those beats over and over again because you are playing it Whereas when watching it, I think when you labor those points over and over again in different ways in the same location, we, we you kind of just get it. So I wish I had just moved that moment. Yeah, they do, and they do pad out some stuff um, for the show from the game. Obviously, the, the mall doesn't really have any significance to the Fireflies per, per se. It just happens to be where Riley has found and mm-hmm. takes Ellie, so she's not... It's not necessarily a point of operations for them at, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the actual fireflies connection to what's going on is very minimal mm-hmm. compared to show. They obviously pack pad it out because for the show, obviously there's a longer narrative. And like you, and I agree when you're playing the game, you're interacting, you're a bit more invested because you're you're actually doing the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas when you're watching a TV show, it's harder to. I guess get that same kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, obviously, when they're playing, when you play the video game in the game, you're not actually playing it, but you're still sharing that moment where Ellie's imagining it and you're pressing the buttons and making it happen. Mm. Um, whereas in the show, obviously, you're watching them just play arcade games, which you know isn't the kind of the same impact. Um, so I, yeah, I'd, I'd tend to agree. I think the end. Well, I really enjoyed the ending. I really enjoyed the episode. It could have maybe condensed down a little bit more. Um, Simone, you have. To, how did you feel about the ending? Obviously, we end on a, another tragic note before <laughs> going back to Joe and Ellie. But yeah, so when obviously Riley and Ellie sitting there, both contemplating their options, option one, option two. Do you feel that was played out well? Do you feel it came at the right time? Yeah, I mean, we don't need to see, um, as you said, we don't need to see the aftermath of that. But, um, you know, just the human element of it, you know, it's it at the end of the day it is two very young people coming to the end of their lives and they haven't really lived very much. And it's it's just it's all very tragic. Yeah. And very... they've, they've only just realized their, their their potential happiness that could have been together because yeah. obviously they have that moment where they kiss yeah. and you know that's that's it's snatched away yeah it's all very it's all very tragic and like that just sort of i mean i i, I felt it I, I i did feel very um it, it got to me a little you know it's just, it, it was mm. really sad and i Oh, yeah, she is very bleak. Um, yeah, it is, it is. And I think there's an interesting contrast there when obviously it's cutting between that and the scene where she's trying to help Joel obviously stitch him up. You can see the different personalities become. She's a stronger, tougher person mentally, yeah. but mm-hmm. that's because of so much 
hardship she's gone through. And obviously, I don't want to go into spoilers for what's about to come, but there's going to be more insight into that, I think. So I think it's an interesting, when they were doing the clipping between the two, to show that Ellie's toughened up, but maybe not willingly, if that makes sense. Mm. She's just had to. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just, it's it's she's had to grow grow up a lot faster than she would have because she's on the outside now and she's she's seen so much you know she's seen people be killed she's had to kill people you know she's fought infected it's yeah. why are we watching this this is such a depressing show it's like, life why... affirming <laughs> is it? It, it is in a weird way life affirming because yeah. you think well things could be much worse <laughs> <laughs> Could be worse. But it, all we've got is because he lives, you know. Because he lives. He lives. Because he lives. Because he lives. It's true. Classic. But I think it does. I think we go back to Bill and Frank. Two pounds, man. Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Bill and Frank episode. Going back to that, it gives you an idea of how life you can still live when mm. it doesn't seem like there's nothing worth living for, yeah. and mm. make the most of that. And I think that's what this show is about. And it's it's easy for me to sit here and say that, knowing kind of where this is going and what happens. Mm. But you know, at the same time, it's one of those shows where it's going to be there's there there has to be a reason to keep going, and I think it does deliver those, even in the bleakest of circumstances. Like there has to be something else out there, mm. and we get that with Bill and Frank, we get that with Jackson. You know, even in this episode, episode seven, we get that there is. They have one night, but that one night was better than if she if she had just stayed in her bed and done grunt yeah. work. You know, she'll have that mm. forever. So she'll live. She, it's one of those cheesy things, but she could live t- another fifty years, but never have a, a real moment like that. You know, yeah. and that's what the show's live, about. Live, live your lives, guys. Live your live. lives. If this show's yeah. not you anything, it's live your lives. Because live your lives. Stop sitting behind. A screen playing these games and go out and let no I'm joking. <laughs> Where is this going? Don't play these video games. Go live is what they Go live the video game. No, don't, don't do <laughs> I I uh yeah, no, I agree. It is good. It is for it is a very good series. I mean, I'm looking forward to the end. Um, you know, we we've we're past the halfway point now and like yeah. I feel you know, they would have to take an absolute nosedive in terms of like even worse than the nosedive that Game of Thrones took for me to be like, this has been a bad series. Like, it's been very good. It's been really good. I guess, final question before we wrap up then, it might be interesting for our listeners to hear your thoughts who have played the game and maybe for those who haven't. Uh, where do you think this is going? Where do you think the end is for this journey for Ellie and Joel? What do you think is at the <laughs> where where they're going? Well, Simone kept saying as we were watching this episode, Joel's already dead. She was like, "There, no, there's no way he's surviving those stitches. Like he's got sepsis. He's dead." So <laughs> I'm sure you should think the rest of it's just Ellie by herself. No, I think I don't think I. I don't think Joel is going to survive this se- this series. I don't think that he. I think just thematically, he's been on a slow decline and. Um, I don't think he's ever gonna like willingly leave her unless he physically is unable to Um, but I do think that something's going to happen and maybe he puts himself in the way to save her 
and like hand her off to the fireflies or something i i don't know who he, if he's going to hand her off to somebody else or but i uh, i think it's gonna it's gonna end with him dying interesting very mm. interesting I've, mentally me and all the other listeners who know are just sort of nodding at each other I'm like okay mm, okay, okay. Oh, all right okay <laughs> Um, um, there are interesting theories. This is the kind of show where I guess anything could happen. We've seen that, you know, mm. and it, you know, it could end in a number of different ways. Obviously, don't want to give anything away, but we only have two episodes left of the series. We, um, I guess we'll see, and we can compare to what we thought was going to happen and mm. see what our expectations were. Yeah, um, interesting. I mean, I think the reality is he's, she didn't clean that needle. He's getting sepsis. Let's just face it. Like, come on. At the end of episode, um, episode, f- which one's this? We're on seven. Six. seven. At the end of episode six, where Joel's like stabbed, Simone was like, "He's dead, isn't he? That's it. He's dead. It's just I told you, he's dead. He's fucking dead." And I was like, "Cause I, I'm not going to say my, what I think is going to happen because I know what happens in this." Um, and uh, I just wound her up by saying, "Yeah, he's dead." <laughs> he's just that's the end of the show he's just fucking dead and that was that was the last of him um, yeah, but... <laughs> and next, the next the next two episodes are just us. it's just ellie sat next to her slowly uh oh dick, dick, god, <laughs> oh my god like, don't know what to do don't know where to go you know i thought you were gonna say like some kind of weekend at bernie's thing where she just props <laughs> <laughs> Joel walking around. Like... I, I I noticed the same thing when she was cleaning the windows. Like she's not putting any alcohol in that. Nothing, yeah. you know. She hasn't sterilized anything, you know. God, yeah. uh, as someone who's had an infection. Yeah, as someone who's had sepsis. Trust me, oh, it's no dude. joke. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. I'll cut this out. It's a bit dark for this. Episode, <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it in. Might as well. There you go. Um, but yeah, you know, um, it's it's interesting, and obviously the next two episodes I think are key for mm. early and then i think this is what i think toby and i alluded to before this is when you start to see like how the real who the real protagonist and yes. story is about in this yeah. but um it's interesting and I, I believe the great ashley johnson will be in the next episode or two as well okay. so that uh, she voiced ellie in the game oh awesome. she's also in critical role and oh, legend awesome. of Vox machina she is the voice and troy baker uh, was oh. also in it. Who voiced Joel? He's he will be in it as well. So look well, at him. Yeah. yeah. So I hope I'm they very... look at the camera and wink at us and go like, yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. know, you know. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to their cameo because they deserve a lot of praise for bringing the game to where it is today. And yeah, yeah that'd be good. But yes, two episodes to go. We're excited. Yeah, very excited. Good for the bleakness. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, but that's all we have time for this week on these two episodes. We'll be back next week for episode eight, the penultimate, um, where we'll <laughs> see where this goes and um, I guess get some further thoughts on where we think it might end in episode nine. Um, but until then, thank you both for joining me. It's been fun. Thanks for having No problem at all. Um, thank you, obviously, to everyone listening. You can listen to our previous episodes on the last of us where we talk about all the episodes that have already come before this these two um you can listen to us on spotify uh, soundcloud google podcasts and apple podcasts and as well as a n- number of episodes on a number of different topics so please like us and subscribe if you can and also we can 
be found uh, on Instagram and Twitter at the Phantom Sword Podcast. So if you want to send us a message or anything like that, please feel free, as a couple of you already done. Very nice messages as well. Thank you very much. Um, but until then, until next time, thank you from me and thank you from Ian and Simone. Thanks. Thanks. Well, Bye. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.